Welcome on this Tuesday. I'm glad to be with you one more time. It's my last week before the holiday and I'm going to take a break. So if I don't talk to you or you don't listen to me again this week, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And we're going to go into the new year. I mean, ready to, ready to, to do this thing. We're going to go into the new year excited, believing that the Lord is with us. But I'm talking about salvation. I bless you. I say that the Lord bless thee and keep thee, that he cause his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee, that the Holy Father lift his countenance upon thee and he give you shalom, peace. In the name of the Lord Jesus, go ministering spirits and cause the words that I've just spoken, the, the, the directive that I've spoken in the word to be carried out in the name of the Lord Jesus. So salvation means preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. Now let's go back to Hebrews 1. Hebrews 1 and 7, it says, And of the angels, he said, Who make it his angels' spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire. Now God is the one who made his angels' spirit, and spirits, and God is the one who made his ministers a flame of fire. At the end of the verse, it says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? So the way prayer works, you pray or prophesy what the word of the Lord says. You pray. You prophesy. You stay in faith. And God is going to send angels to minister for you who shall be the heirs of salvation. A heir is someone who inherited some or someone who has some because of another person. We're joint heirs with Christ. And salvation is, is deliverance or preservation from harm. So one place, Elijah was telling his assistant Gehazi not to worry because they were surrounded by a host. And he said it, it was a bunch of angels around us, but Gehazi couldn't see it. And so he prayed to God. He said, God, open up this young man's eyes so he could see. And when he looked in the spirit, it was hundreds of angels encamped around them with flaming swords. But Gehazi couldn't see it. And the enemies of, of Elijah couldn't see it. But they saw it. And the angels caused the soldiers to look right at Elijah and not recognize him. Other words, they, they were made blind to, to the soldiers. And they walked right through them, walked, walked right past them. And this happened often in the ministry of Jesus. They'll come, try to um, kill Jesus or whatever, and uh, Jesus will make himself invisible and just walk right past him. They looking at him and can't see him. So th this, this is a ministration of angels. Angels are sent by God to carry out the scriptures. Like one place in the scriptures, it says, Isaiah 54 and 17, it says, 
no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that's risen against you in judgment, you shall condemn. It don't say God is going to condemn. You shall condemn. Now, suppose you're waiting on God to condemn the tongues. See, it, 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 that, that, that scripture won't be applicable unless you apply it the way it's supposed to be applied. You can't be scared to condemn the tongues that are speaking against you, that are practicing demonic prophecies against you. See, speaking into somebody's life is prophecy. Like, godly prophecy is edification, exhortation, and comfort. Well, the devil is a copycat. He does the same thing. He prophesies also, but he does it on the demonic side, and it's called witchcraft. But it's the same way. They speak against people in order to bring about their desired result. That's how they, if you see a bunch of crime in a neighborhood or something like that, you'll be shocked that it would be a demonic person praying that into that region. A lot of you don't believe that. But that's how it works. The, the, the people in this earth have to be used by the spirits. See, because the spirits can't operate independently. They, they don't have the authority. Angels have to move according to God's word. And demons have to move according to words also. But they don't move at God's word. They move at the words of their master, the devil. Now, God's word trumps the devil's words, but God has to have people that are willing to speak his words. And when God's words are spoken, angels are sent forth to bring forth salvation. See, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them? See, for you. See, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that's risen against you in judgment, you shall condemn. Are there not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for you who shall be heirs of salvation? That means you have to speak God's word. Hebrews, the second chapter, at verse one, listen closely. Therefore, see, when you see the word therefore, you need to see what it's there for. Well, it's in conjunction with the last chapter. God has told you that angels are sent forth for the people who shall be heirs of salvation. Salvation is preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. So therefore, because the angels are sent, we are to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Now, what you have heard, you have heard things like no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that's risen against you in judgment, you shall condemn. You got to give an earnest heed to that, to things which you have heard. You have heard also that you can speak the mountains and it shall obey you. The word mountain is used to represent a big problem. See, so you have heard that you can speak to things and it shall obey you if you don't doubt it in your heart. And what's going to happen? God is going to send angels. Angels are the one that does the work. They, that You speak it. And they serve you. So, so Hebrews 2 and 1, it says you ought to give a more earnest heed to the things that you have heard. Why? Because if you remember what you have heard, you can speak forth into existence the things that you need. 
And God is going to send angels to carry out the order. So you ought to give a more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Least at any time we should let them slip. See, you don't want, the, want it to slip that you can speak to a mouth. You don't want that to slip out of your consciousness. You don't want to slip out of your consciousness that the sower soweth the word. You don't want that to slip out of your consciousness. You don't want to slip out of the consciousness that you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You don't want to slip out of your consciousness. See, Lee said, anytime we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. Verse three, how shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. So God is telling you that you have a great salvation. Salvation means preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. And the salvation is by the hands of angels. The angels hearken unto the voice of God's word. See? This is how you get your salvation. Speaking God's word over and over and over again. Don't neglect it. Spend hours a day, at least 10 minutes a day, speaking God's word. Saying things like, I'm strong in the name of Jesus Christ. That's God's word. Let the weak say I'm strong. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I am a partaker of God's divine nature. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have eternal life, for I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. All of those are scriptures that you can say. I have a lot to say. I'm out of time. Be blessed.